guys. Oh my god, back. Back, y'all. It may feel like we've been gone for like weeks on time. First of all, let me be Molly. formal. Welcome to the Lauren Hour podcast with your girl Alora D and co-host D Bass and Jazz. What do you do? What up, what up, what up? Uh long week. You had a first long week of school done. And wow, um schedule's all jacked up. Right. So before we get into your long week, we have a very special guest. Her name is Lady Nay. Lady Nay, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So normally we go ahead and tell everybody about our week, but you know what we're going to do today? We're going to take our time and we're going to let you introduce yourself and then B-Bass is going to tell us about his week. Okay. Um. I'm Lady Nay. I am 26 years old, a mother of two and a bonus baby, um, and I am a full-time entrepreneur. Um, I started my business, which is called Lady Nay's Place, about two and a half years ago, um, and it started off with just beauty products, and then I start having issues within my family and friends of skin problems, and it was a frustration because a lot of things on the shelves are not fit for people of color or certain skin types. Um, so I start doing my research on what works or what doesn't work. Um, I pretty much played like a scientist in my kitchen until I found things that was helping personally my children with their eczema and people with um, postpartum balding because I had that during my pregnancy. So I just start trying to find answers to issues that are not being answered wow wow well 26 young lady wait you 26 two years ago you was what uh 20 uh freaking four <laughs> yeah 24 girl at 24 i was throwing it back to somebody's club yep. <laughs> no those days were that was my college my college days i had so it just was like it got tiring quick, the turn up and all that. It got real. I guess I'm mature for my age. I always got told I was an old soul. So I'm 26, but I'm probably really like 32 in the mind. So <laughs> nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with it. So be best. Um, before we start questioning Lady Nay, go ahead and tell mm -hmm. us about your week. Okay. So recently just started my classes back up again at Penn State. And I got a wild schedule, five classes all over the place. And then I have my internship that is still going on for 20 hours a week. So I have to be able to put all that in there with my class schedule. And this past week, I was able to figure out what I need to do early on in the week. So that way I have less to do um, towards the end. So I taper it down so I have more time to focus on my classes. Dang, they let you see your course load beforehand, huh? Yeah, I pick them. I choose my classes. Well, not that. I'm talking about like your homework and stuff. I mean, oh, like, it's so all it's all laid out. Man, they didn't all let us see nothing. Like usually, we get to see it a week before. Mm, we couldn't unless, see it until the day of. They publish it, but they give us everything in the syllabi. We didn't have access to the syllabi. Damn, man, at that's all. One of the first things they do because they want you to know it's coming. Right, and I like to get started early, so that sucks. But Jazz, how was your week, love? Long and stressful. I'm tired, y'all. I had a sick child, and 
heroin fuck last night. You know, now I work two jobs. I'm just completely fucking I'm sorry, Jazz. We hope you feel better. And we hope little sister feel better, too. I'm about sick of her. So. Listen, leave little sister alone. <laughs> leave little sister alone. If it was that easy. So, but I mean, I mean, my week was, my week was just the normal. It was just, it was, it's just going. I get it. We have those weeks from time to time. Yep. So, guys, oh, I'm sorry, Jess. I'm sorry, love. I'm, just, I'm not going to cut people off. So, guys, I have a few things I want to brag on. Okay. Mm. My baby Carter will be going to kindergarten Tuesday. Nice. Right. For those who don't know, this is a big celebration for us because my baby was diagnosed with autism about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And um, this is a huge stepping stone for him. So he went to ABA therapy. And uh, right now, I just feel like school is where I want him to be because I definitely want him to be able to function in the world and understand, you know, ABCs, one, two, threes, how to count and all that good stuff. So I'm super excited about that. And your girl has been getting beat down by her classes. And let me tell you, these kids been working my nerves because every day they've been back to school. Listen, come home. Can I get on the Xbox? No, take your butt upstairs. Probably ain't got no edges. Question. I said, question for Carter, since he is just starting in the kindergarten. Do you do the um, ABC mouse with him? Because I know somebody else that has a son that's autistic and they use it prior to him going to school and it helps. So we don't use ABC Mouse. What I've used was Khan's Kids Academy. And what oh, was that? yeah, Khan's. Oh, man. Yes. Khan Academy is such a good one. Yes, he, he loves that. Then he loves Mother Goose Club, Super Simple, Coco Melon. And um, I think because of his uniqueness, he was able to catch on to things like Super Fast. My baby was like, I want to say two, knowing his colors, knowing his ABCs. He knows how to, he knew how to count. He still knows how to count. Uh, he can read small words like red and stuff. So like he is socially awkward. Like he doesn't like to be around certain people, but if he likes you, he'll be around you. And he doesn't do too much eye contact. Um, but baby boy loves to pick up a book, loves for me to read to him. He is all about education. That little one is a smart little booger. That is his yep. superpower. Yeah, he's he's really nice. He was kind to me when I was there. Yeah, he is the sweetest little kid, though. He and, is so uh, sweet. Well, one thing I I'm I was uh, in, interested in because you said that um, I wanted to do a follow up with that. So he's hit he hit all the milestones to move to move up. Then, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, well, the thing was, at, don't they? Yeah. So at ABA, they were saying that he was above. Oh wow! So they're like they would give him a task, and they were telling me it's like it's kind of hard to keep up with him because I'll give him something, and that next week he knows it and he's mastered it. So we're moving on to you know super stuff. So he's getting bored because no. they're giving him stuff that he can just Too easy, no yeah. challenge. So I'm like, okay, he's ready for school. Yeah, he, he needs can, that. He needs some of the challenges, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Now my main. He's my like main, six, right? Or is he five? He's five. Okay. So my main worry 
no lie, and it made me feel like a bad mom was choosing between ABA therapy and sending him to traditional school because research has said that children with autism, when they go to like regular schools, they can thrive, but also have a sense of depression because they're, they'll, they'll be able to tell that the kids around them are different from them or they may be stressed due to environment. But then again, having him at ABA, he doesn't get to be around children so he can learn how to really interact with all children, not just children like him. And um, he can miss out on a higher education, not like college or anything, but just as far as hitting milestones for his age and knowing, uh, learning on target, you know. Well, that's, that's why they do IEP, though. That's just so that we have that plan. But um, for integration, like I would say start if you want to start in traditional to see mm -hmm. how he how he acts around others, his peers, mm -hmm. start with that then. And if you notice there's a change in his behavior and it's not in a positive way or a change in his learning and it's not in a positive way, you have to revert as soon as possible because the minute he falls behind, it's going to be a roller coaster of okay. just down and it's not good. Yes. And Lady Nate, if you have anything you want to say, you can throw it right up in there. Okay. Yeah. We talk a lot. So it's you just catch talk. up time. She <laughs> right. No, she's literally like me. It's like I'm only gonna speak when I when spoken, spoken to. to. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> talking about. When spoken to. What's your sign? Cancer. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. I don't know too many cancers. Well, we're gonna go ahead and start with Lady Nay and get into this information, honey. Look at this young queen. Can you take that banner down? Look at this young queen, Lady Nay's place. And you said that you're 26 years old. You started your business at the age of 24. Mm -hmm. And when did you convert it into LLC? Um, That was March of last year. All right. And so, so what got you on a path of LLC? So when, did, when did you know it was time to take your business and go ahead and trademark it and make it a, a, a was it a legal liability company yeah um when i start going crazy out of state um so i've shipped to 25 states and then additional to the virgin islands i don't that's out of states um so when it start hitting like that for me i was just like okay this this is something i love to do and at first it was just what i did on the side because i did MRDD. So mm -hmm. that was my main job. So I was like, okay, well, this is getting pretty serious pretty fast. Like I thought it was just going to be within my community, local, whatever. But I start hitting those states and I'm like, okay, so I can definitely follow my dreams because I've always had that go getter, boss mindset, uh, leader. So I was just like, okay, well, let's take the right precautions because if not, things can go south for me because the city I'm, I'm in is pretty negative. I stay in Canton, Ohio. So a lot of yeah. people feel like, okay, if you're not on top of your stuff, they're they're the type of people that be like, okay, well, if you're not licensed or you're not certified, we'll be the type of people to hate on you. And yeah, they won't take you serious. Wait, mm -hmm. you, do, you do live in Youngstown? I'm She's in Canton. Oh, Canton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, thank God in Youngstown. Let me shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What you, what, 20 minutes, right? Yeah, 20 about minutes an hour. An hour from Akron. Akron? 
Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's an hour. So it's, I had to I really get on that. top of my stuff. Wow. Okay. That's good, though. GG's. Oh, the little picture <laughs> Naomi. And so, Lady Nay, you're you're a mother of two, and you said a bonus baby. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to highlight this because you're so young, and yet you took this leap of faith on yourself. You invested, <clears throat> you invested in yourself, and I thought that was so beautiful. And when I see your products on Facebook, it always touches me because I said, "This is a young woman. She has her family." And she is really pushing the envelope and she believes in her product. She believes in her dream. And I said, that's so beautiful because you don't see so many mothers out here who believe that they can do it all. They could be a wife, they could be a mom, and they could also own their own business. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to highlight that. So what is it like to be a family person like yourself and still get up every day and push your products out because I know there's certain days where your baby might get sick mm-hmm. or a hubby might need you to do something. What keeps you going? Honestly, they keep me going, but on a a more deeper heartfelt level, it's because of my grandmother. Um, she passed last year. Um, and she's I've always seen her in a strong state. I've never seen my grandmother sat down or like, okay, well, I can't do this because I don't feel good or I can't do this because I'm tired. She was always going. So every time I look at myself, I see her in me. So it's just like, I have that natural strength already. So losing her, it kind of boosted it. Like, okay, well now I got to go harder because she's within me. So I'm living for both me and her. I love that. So it's just, I don't know. God blessed me to have strength and a mental state to be able to be like, okay, well, you can keep going even if you're tired. Even See, though he tells me I need I to like that. Time. I like that. And again, it comes back to your age. And I look at look at you. You're so young. You're so beautiful and motivated. Thank you. Yep. And you have values. Got the drive and determination, the grit. Yes. Yes. And I love that is you said your grandmother was your inspiration for you to keep on pushing and not a lot of companies build on that foundation anymore about family and values and what she installed in you and you brought that that motivated you to keep pushing and bring that to the surface and that will reflect in your products and i love that so much i'm all about family businesses so i'm sorry so, <laughs> so this cream right here, what does this do right here? That's 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 the magic sauce right there. That's what that's what my customers call it. They call it the magic <laughs> sauce. Um, it's actually my vegan body butter. Um, it comes in. Whew, I can't even count. I want to say like fifteen different scent options. Whoa! Um, and they're all essential oils, so it's not like harsh chemical fragrances that can leave your skin itchy or bothered um it's everything is it's just soothing it's literally the body butter when, it, when it's called butter it melts onto your skin it makes you glow um it does help with a lot of issues such as like psoriasis eczema mm-hmm. um, stretch marks burns scars pi- hyperpigmentation and i've learned that it, it Here's other things too, because I've had customers come to me like, Hey, I had sunburn really bad, and this was the only thing that worked. 
Um, I had people tell me like, oh, well, doctors told me my third degree burn will will always be here, but you helped lighten it. So wow. I've done things that I didn't even know I could do with just body butter. That's cool. Um, uh, Brandon, you got I'm sorry. Well, how much that cost? Oh. Um, that jar itself is a six ounce jar. It costs $12. Um, I do have the options where you can downsize because unfortunately six ounces is my highest right now. But if you like want to get a tester, I do have those options as well. Gotcha. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to get a, a couple of testers. I mean, mm -hmm. I send them out to some of my homegirls down here. So they be like, okay, you know what? I need some more of that body crack or what, what you said. <laughs> oh, sauce. <laughs> yes, I like that. She got the sauce, honey. <laughs> yeah, I got I, that's what they say. They say I got the juice, I got the sauce, like how that's right. said. Yes. So Brandon had actual question earlier. I kind of forgot what you asked. No, oh, sure. it was just the products that you use. Do you have any that treat eczema? Mm -hmm. And that's what she mentioned. This, this is the one. That, yep. That and I also it. have a body oil. So if oh, people don't really oil. feel the whole cream mm -hmm. lotion-ish, I have a body, but it's combined with the hair oil. So you can use oh. it in your hair, your body, and it also helps with the same thing. Wow. I love that. And you could probably use it for your locks because I see you have beautiful locks. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, actually, I had a whole, all this was gone from having the baby and postpartum mm -hmm. shedding. It it was sad. I thought, like, all hope was gone. I kept wearing scarves, it's not knowing what to do. And honestly, it helped it grow back. My baby had cradle cap real bad, so her hair was coming out. Oh, no. So I used that in her hair and not her hair. She can put it in, get braids at this point. She's one and a half, and it grew to the point where it was just like shocking because she, she was so bald. I was so sad. I was like, I would even cry. Like my baby has no hair anymore. Like she was born with a whole handful and now she's losing it. But like I said, I shocked myself with my product. They'd be like, okay, well, I didn't even know I could do this, but I'm doing it. I definitely it. need that thing. Cause as you can see, my little baby is bald. So. One thing, one thing I noticed that that may has that in her hair it's got a lot of shine to it is that because of the Not oil sure. yeah it's just it's moisturized that's the reason for the glow too it's that luxurious that's so good that is the reason that is i only use my hair oil now at this point in my hair and, and it's been working and the growth has been crazy if you've seen our locks the whole family's mm -hmm. locks beforehand and see ours all now they're dripping so it's just yes. and i did see that the whole family has locks that is a powerful mm -hmm. movement right there i like that i love it i Thank love you. it that just represents strength and i love that all of you guys do have it because it looks like you, it, it, your, all your little ones look just like you. Of you, and I just see power within all of them. And it's just like, yes, look at this future billionaires and millionaires. Look at this. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. And so I see that you offer other things. See, I see eyelashes. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the oils and scrubs. Yeah, buddy. Tell us about your body scrubs. Okay, so my body scrubs <clears throat> is made from like natural sugars, um, 
oils such as like coconut oils, but I do do substitutions if people are like allergic to coconut oil. Um, but pretty much it's an exfoliator, but mm-hmm. it also is a moisturizer. So you can exfol- exfoliate all your old dead skin, but it leaves you feeling rejuvenated and refreshed mm-hmm. after. Um, I tell ladies they can use it on their lady parts. That's how sensitive it is. So right, right before they're like, if they get waxes or or whatnot or even if they're dealing with like ingrown hairs and razor bumps it helps with that like soothing it and helping those dark marks go away but it's for your whole body so i have people who use it solely just for their face even though i have a face scrub but they say they like the way because i don't do scents in my face scrubs so they like the way it smells so they use it on their face because they want to have the scented on their face and but, I love I love that you said that because a lot of scented chemicals on the face can be harsh. Mm-hmm. And I love and, that. And, and so, and that's why I use my essential oil fragrances instead of like, you know, like, I guess, I, well, they're still fragrances, but they're softer, they're gentler, they're yeah. not as strong in scent to where mm-hmm. it's like overbearing. More of a natural scent. like Yes. Okay. So when I use like lavender oils, it's pure. It's not just like some stuff chemicals that you whipped up. Yeah, yeah. That chemicals that they throw together with alcohol and all those to make it enhance. Mm-hmm. So you kind of let your pro- products get their natural yes. fragrance, and you don't add any enhancers to make it stronger. Mm-hmm. That's what breaks people's skins out. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and so uh, your eyelashes. Tell us a couple of names of them because I see you have names on your eyelashes. Um, Yes, and it's like, I like, those, it was like those are my babies, pretty much. So I get to yeah. name all of them. So when I get new styles, I get excited because, like, what am I gonna name this new baby? Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll just name off a couple of maybe like my most sold, the Soul Snatchers. Those mm-hmm. those ones are a big hit. Um, ladies say they bat their eyes, and from there they're grabbing the guy's attention. They're snatching their souls. So. From there, it's like an enhancement, how, kind of how guys are with their beards. The, the lashes add that effect with the ladies. So, okay. um, I like that. Yeah. And I also have a few like that are more dramatic because these ones are like the ones that are labeled here on mm-hmm. the screen are more my mini minks. That's what I call those. So they're not too dramatic, but they do give that enhancement of, okay, she has some lashes on. But then I have dramatic minks where they're like 25 mm, which is too long for me. I don't personally wear them, but I, my ladies, they love them. So I have some like are called goddess. I have some that are called karma. It, they just, I look at things and just envision how they make people fear what, what they see. So, mm-hmm. and so if there was something that you want, well, I have, I do want to have a question before I ask that. What do you want people to know about your product? Is your, um, let me give you an example. Is your product all-inclusive? Is it uh, versatile for men and women? Uh, is there an age restriction or anything? Okay, so I'll start off with my skincare is for any age, race, gender, whatever. It's for everybody. Initially, like I said before, I started for my people, people of color, but mm-hmm. then I've come to find out that people of all colors, it, it's helping issues that I don't, I didn't even know that I could help with. So like I said, I was putting the body butter on my baby at three months old and it helped 
with her eczema severely because she had something called seeping eczema. So mm -hmm. hers would ooze, ooze when she yeah. got to itching and digging. And now it's to the point where you can't even tell that she had eczema except for the corrective parts that I'm fixing from the dermatologist when they were giving her steroids, it darkened her skin a little. So I'm lightening that process. But as far as a flare up, she hasn't had a flare up in like eight or nine months and she's 18 months. So wow. way to go. So yeah, age restriction is definitely, it's so gentle. It's gentle enough to use on a baby. That's what I always tell people when they say, well, does it help with sensitive skin or will it hurt? Not at all because it was started made for my kids. And oh, that, that, that there is my baby right girl. here. Yes. Okay. So that's what I was gonna ask you. So this is this is what is called uh seeping eczema. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! And look that's how it's healing. Yeah, she used to bleed and it used to ooze and it it was making me so sad that doctors could not find the answer. So I thought my baby's skin was ruined and I'm just like, well, how did she even get this? I don't have mm -hmm. eczema, but come to find out daddy does. So I've been helping daddy with yes, his it, too. It runs in the family. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely runs in the family. Yeah. But, so that is, that, that is amazing. Like you're, you're, you're on the path to success. Mm -hmm. I am so amazed at your age and your wisdom and I'm amazed at your courage because you had this idea and some people sit on ideas like this and they're afraid to go into the lab like what you did and mix products and test them out and see what works. So when you went into the lab to test these products and create them, were you afraid that it wasn't going to go anywhere? Yeah, I was. Well, how what I really was afraid of, I was afraid that it was going to do like I like how I say about the dermatologist more bad than good. It was like because what dermatologists are doing there, it's like they're bandaging it. It's okay for now, mm -hmm. but then if you stop using it, it gets worse or right. or whatever. Yeah. So I thought maybe like my products was gonna be not enough, or if you use it for a little bit and you stop using it, you get you get worse. So I just thought it was not gonna be beneficial to a lot of people. I thought it was just going to be like something you can get off the shelf that may or may not work. But mm. I'm finding out that in most cases it, it is work. I haven't had a bad review yet, but not saying I won't have one. I see that you had a lot of good reviews and I seen your product and I see it. I was like, I'm confused because I want to try these products, but then I'm like, hmm. Is this for my skin? That's what I was questioning. <laughs> That's the main you probably, question. You probably had other people who thought that and they took a leap of faith and then they get online and they get these reviews and these reviews are great. I seen one of the ladies, she was a of a fairer skin. Um, I couldn't really tell uh, racial background because uh, mm -hmm. of pictures. But anyway, she gave you great reviews and I'm like, yes, I'm going to have to get into this with her. I'm going to have to try this because sometimes people are skeptical of products from small businesses because mm -hmm. they're thinking it, yeah the big businesses got on the shelf and what can her business what can her product do for me theirs can't mm -hmm. and i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna tell them for you i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna give them a little clue mm -hmm. <clears throat> small businesses actually care about your skin they're not gonna put harsh chemicals in there yeah. have you um nay have you tried to get partnered with like a some type of store in your area and Yes. So you can push it a little further. Um, first. I've 
I've talked to a few um, beauty stores um, and pretty much it's kind of like, I'm the hold off. I'm kind of like, eh, what if my stuff melts in there? Or what's your, what, how hot is it? in? Cause it's like butter, like I said. So if it's too hot, it yeah. will melt. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's more so I'm overthinking and trying to make sure that everything is how it needs to be before I put it out in the real world, even though it's already out there, it's, it's just not in my safe space anymore. So I'm kind of mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I got to make sure everything's down to the T like, or maybe how do I, and I'm still trying to figure out as far as like negotiating about pricing. Okay. So do I need to up my prices now to put it in the store? Cause I do have to yeah, make you gotta money. Have, you gotta exactly. make cuts. Yeah. yeah. So there's overhead. There's, there's actually with the cost to make the product cost, the supplies cost mm -hmm. for distribution. So you want a percentage of that. And the rule of thumb for business, I believe it's between 25 to 30 percent is what you want to make off of each sale. Mm -hmm. And that's usually a good like if you're starting and if you want to increase the prices because it gets demand, remember, supply and demand. Mm -hmm. So if you want to increase the price because it's costing more now to keep up with it, there's no problem with that. Um, just just got to keep in mind of reasonable costs. You know, if you're already charging a product, you know, two dollar increase isn't bad. And when when I'm done, I'm going to inbox you two names. And um, if you can, you can look at their page and maybe inbox them because they're small business owners. I know one of them, um, J. Al's hair product. I believe that's the name of it. Uh, she has her products in hair stores throughout uh, Youngstown and some other places. So as far as you, what you said, as far as you kind of worrying about whether it would melt or something like that. So what you could do is just tell, tell a hair supplier, hey, listen, I'm going to give you a couple of free samples. Um, you can store them here. If people buy them, that's great. Or you could just give the product away and see how it does. Because sometimes trial and error is going to be the way if you know if it does well on the shelf or if it doesn't do well on the shelf. That way you could kind of figure out which you need to go in there and tinker, or you can ask them to have it in a specific place in the store because of the refrigerated area. Yes. In yeah. hair store, it's not going to be refrigerated, but it is going to be air, air conditioned in there. Right. So if you know that it's cooler in one spot in the store, make sure it's not too far in the back where they can't see the product, but at least put it somewhere where it's cool and it's not going to, you know, melt. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as trying to negotiate the price you are going to have to increase your prices a little bit so what you can do is your customers who come to you directly i would keep their price exactly where it's at when you put it in the stores you're, you're going to have to increase your price a little bit unfortunately but what you can do is offer promo codes you know and i don't know how that works in the store maybe you you in the store owner could come to like a if someone buys a bundle of hair along with your product they'll get like 3% off or 2% off of your product or something, something like that. But um, don't be afraid to charge what your product is worth. Right. Mm -hmm. And that that's what I people always tell me like, oh, well, if your body butter went up to $20, I still will buy it. Or, exactly. So, Those are your loyal people. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I make it affordable because not everybody can afford a good product. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep mm -hmm. it because that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from 
it's not about the money. It's about helping people. Because yes, that's like my love language. Help. Uh, yes. And what you can do. Oh, go ahead, Jess. I was like, I get what she says on that, but it's like also as well, like she you knows she say you know she keeps it affordable, but it's like if it's a good product, like I live in Atlanta and it's like I know there's people that's down here paying 30, 40, 50 dollars sometimes, you know, for like a body butter, but it's a good product. So it's like if it's a product that I believe in, then hell yeah, you can take my fifty dollars. So just want to throw that out there. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. That is so true. So Guys, we're going to get into the student loan thing. Let me tell you guys, I'm over here disorganized. Are you taking them all or still only that 20000 So as far, oh, so hold on one second. I'm trying to. It's not, it's not a 100% forgiveness. It's 10000 for anyone making over, uh, under $125,000. If you make under that, it's 10000 If you have received the Pell Grant, and you, you're a recipient of the Pell Grant, it's 20000 Yes. Oh, and Nay, when, if you have to pop off during this uh, process right here, just let us know. You could just say your goodbyes and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish without you if you have to go. Because I'm going to try to get through this real quick before the hour's over. And I also want to, if you could type in the inbox your website or your IG page. That way we can put it across the screen. Okay. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and get into this trending news real quick. Student loan forgiveness. So, uh, Sleepy Joe went ahead and he's moving on the promise that he made oh so long ago. And why is it taking all this time to finally get the ball rolling? We needed just student loan forgiveness a year ago. I just really noticed that you just said Sleepy Joe. I was like, I'm Sleepy over here. And I'm about to say, she fucking talk about me? Like, uh, <laughs> girl. So the new student loan proposal will give borrowers up to $20,000 in student loans if you had federal Pell Grants and $10,000 for debt cancellation if you had no federal Pell Grants. And individuals who make uh, less than twenty-five, I mean $125,000, they qualify. If you make $125,000 or more or $250,000 or more, you do not qualify, which I think is ultimately fair. But... I really want to talk about how that is going to impact our community. What that look like for us? So it Brent, looks like it's going to be, you know, that taken off and everybody going to be deferring whatever is left until they die, basically. Well, probably, probably That's so. That's what I'm trying to do. So. so, so before I forget, let me let me put this out there. There are some other type of student loan forgiveness that you guys have out there. Is it um, PSL loan? Um, yeah, student loan forgiveness? I just got hold on. I just got an email about it earlier today. It is PSF or yeah, PSFL. But that's something that you have to go through the student aid website mm -hmm. to do, and it's based off of whatever employers you work Public for. Well, yeah, I guess you get yeah, a puncture, yeah, because, I mean, I started mine, and it's like, you know, I worked at Waffle House once upon a time, so it's like that was considered, you know, as one of the uh, eligible ones. Still so, try. Still try. I am. I have to get a paper printed out and take it there to them, just verifying that I work there and all that, and then send it back and then wait. 
Okay, and so then you also have the borrower's defense student loan forgiveness. So the borrower's student loan forgiveness, uh, defense student loan forgiveness, is for those students who went to ITT Technical, uh, DeVry University, Ross, um, a couple Anthem of other colleges. College, I'm sorry? Anthem College, because that's where Eric went and... Yeah. Oh, yep. Keller and a couple. It's, mm -hmm. Listen, it's a whole list of schools on there. Guys, get on to uh, the FAFSA website that you would go to. I forget the name of the website. StudentAid.gov. Thank you. Thank you, girl. StudentAid.gov. Go to StudentAid.gov. And there should be a list of schools that are on the borrower's defense forgiveness uh, list. So you can guys go ahead and get started on that application. Now, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes to fill out, but it is worth your time because you can have either half of your loans forgiven or you can have the full amount forgiven if you guys were defrauded um, by any of these schools. So there are a lot of different aspects to the student loan forgiveness, and that's why I'm thankful. Um, but I think this looks like for Black and Brown people, the opportunity to finally buy some land, to finally paved the path to home ownership. Because I was telling some people earlier, like a lot of black people look like me, you and Brown and, you know, other, they're so consumed in student loan debt because when we're raised, we're taught, go to college, go to college, go to college, you get this degree and you're going to work at some fancy pass job and you ain't going to live in property no more. But what people fail to realize is, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm, I'm getting long-winded. Um, what people fail to realize is a lot of students went to colleges and they're making, they're graduating. They graduated with like $90,000 worth of debt and they're making $14.95 an hour. Or, or I have a friend that got a bachelor's degree in psychology, can't even fucking use it because she has to have experience, well, the some type of experience or a master's. And it's like, well, I've already wasted four years of school and then now I got to go back another, I think it's about four to five years to be able to get a master's in psychology to be able to even use my degree. So right, and now, now I'm a for student loan debt. Yeah. Or you don't have the experience. Well, bitch, excuse my language. How am I supposed to get the experience if you won't give me a job? Mm-hmm. You know? They just expect you to, I don't know, I guess it just fall Just magically just fall in, fall in your lap. Um. So, Brandon, what do you think this looks like for the Black and Brown community? Do you think this looks like the path to financial freedom? And well, to ownership and to business ownership? No, um, doesn't look good because one, you take a loan out and you can't pay that loan, but then they want you to take a loan out to buy land. Looks bad financially if you'd look at it from that perspective. Second, there's going to be more problems caused than there are going to be solving um, problems because what happens on a financial level, on a, like economy wise, is you're you're taking a, a problem and you're throwing it somewhere else down the road and giving it to others who actually paid their student loans off on time, who went, sacrificed a lot of their livelihood to make it so they can Well, I'm giving you a heads up because like, I don't have debt. I have no student debt. I have no student loans. Okay, Brandon, nobody cares that you ain't got no damn school. But I'm gonna have to pay the damn bill. Do you understand? Well, um, Brandon, 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 let me let me sit you down. You guys are not understanding we that. Like wait, wait, hold on. We, we under we, 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 under, we understand. Let me say this. Let me say this real quick. Because there's a lot of people out there complaining 
that there um we shouldn't get student loan forgiveness and blah 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 but you have these millionaires and billionaires who took out ppp loans and they're getting forgiven for these loans and they aren't in the the one percent income bracket why is it that people who actually did what was right they went to school they got a higher education and they could not land the job that the school said they were going to land why should we be stuck in this debt that's not fair so yeah it says i don't think so i think there's a lot more systematic change that needs to happen before black and brown people find financial freedom i mean it's not more of a systemic thing it's more of a it's more of a like the mindset of the individual needs to change so um my my rebut to you there alora even though, okay, even though those those individuals, you know, complain about what's going on with the, the PPP things, which is ridiculous. They let it get out of hand. But the the people that got those loans that did it legit, those ones that really needed it, were completely devastated business-wise because of the pandemic. The pandemic destroyed a lot of businesses. Now, you need to understand, taking out a student loan, there was no pandemic. There was nothing there, gunshots to your head saying, if you don't do this, you're, you're, you're in trouble. People made the choice to take these loans out to go ahead and move forward in their lives. But the consequences of that is now you're financially responsible. What's happened is you take that financial responsibility out. Now people are just going to go ahead and take that money and spend it recklessly on stupid stuff. Second right. thing is, the universities all right are going to charge more because now they know those student loans will be cut so they can go ahead and charge more for their for their services it's i'm telling you there's going to be there's going to be some stuff they're they're going to try and democrats and republicans are going to work against did you just say democrats Democrats so so first of all b I want to thank you for your service, sir. We appreciate that. Right. But right now, B, you're sitting there and you can say that you're not in student loan debt because nope. you have no that beautiful thing called what is, it, what is it called when you go to uh 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 serve in the military? What the Montgomery GI Bill? Yes, you have the GI Bill, so you're not in student loan debt. So a lot that. of people, a lot of people didn't have the option to go to the military, B. So just because you were blessed. I'm and a lot, supported, a lot of people supported a lot of people wait because a lot of people supported that bill so that you can sit in that position and say that you do not have student loan debt. So I think maybe you should humble yourself a little bit because someone oh, said I do that humble not, myself not for what, you because you sat here and you said the way you said because that, you're that saying, I'm not you're, what you're okay and what they you're don't saying. deserve this. No, what I said is there's a lot of folks, yep, that don't qualify, but then there's a lot of folks that say, oh, I ain't doing that. I ain't going to go die for my country. Well, then why are you here? That's there what are, I feel about but, that. But, B, there's... I mean, that's the same thing I said. I mean, well, why you here? I mean, I love why I live in all, but I mean... You ain't willing to die for this country? Come on. I, I, I would have been... I would have been, been willing to die for this country. I would have been willing to die for this country. This country didn't want me in the military because I had too many damn kids. I only uh, had two. Well, I mean, you did that. I had they two. Told I was, they told me I was too chunky. So you you can you can get in with two children. It's just that you need to have. No, a, I had. A what, what happened was I had needed 
someone that would be responsible for my kids and I didn't have that. You're a guardian. So I didn't make it to the military and there were a lot of people who are out here like that. So we're not going to say that everyone didn't want to fight for the country. There's a lot of people who wanted to fight for the country, but there were people who were discriminated against because of their sex. And so the military did not take them. So they're not blessed to sit here and say, I had the GI Bill. And I thank God for that, because if you serve in the military, you should not have to pay for your education, should not have to pay for medical. No I truly believe that. Pay for education or medical but I am me, Miss Lordy. I'm going to definitely stand up for the people who were taught, listen, go to college. This is what you need to do. No one taught us be smart while going to college. Look at how much pricing is going to cost. Make sure the college is accredited and make sure that there's an internship or an externship when you finish. Make sure that there's a certification along with that degree. So when you're done, you have that certification because we talked about this before. Not a lot of people understand that the certification is what's going to actually get you in the door. The degree is going to get you looked at. The certification is going to get you in the door. And so I've always said, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Jess. You know, so I've always said like in school, like stuff about like the financial part of that college wise. I feel like that's something that should have always been, you know, like included. Because when I was in high school, it's like my senior year, we're not doing like the fun stuff per se. You know, it's like, we're learning how to fill out applications to be able to get all these damn loans. And it's just like, right. you know, it's just loans that they told us about. Like they kind of talked about grants a little bit. They never said shit really about scholarships. It's just loans, 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 loans. And then it's like, now me, I mean, I've been out of high school, what, 15 years now, but it's like $70,000 in debt and I still ain't, you know, got shit to show for it. So it's just like, right. Right. Um, Nay, what do you think about this? Do you think that uh, the student loan forgiveness will help move uh, black and brown people in a better direction? And do you think we deserve this? Um. Yes, I, I think it will help. But like what he's saying about if you don't if you didn't want to pay this loan, why would you pay? I get that. I get that. But some people weren't as responsible or have the same mindset that they have now then because i know when i went went to college back in 2014 i wasn't thinking about oh well let me set up a monthly plan or a budget so i can be sure i pay off my student loan i was worried about partying every day exactly so now you you can't determine that people won't pay their loans now just because they aren't from the past so I get that because if I had the mindset that I have now, I my, my student loans would be paid. Right. But stuff we, happens. So. Right. We weren't mature then and we, yeah. we didn't understand the impact that it would have on our lives now because you know, when you're younger, you're not that mature. You're not thinking about your financial freedom. Mm -hmm. um, and you definitely not thinking about student loans because when you're that age, you're not thinking about how it's going to affect you in the long term. Right. But Brandon, you had said that um, you're going to get out one loan to get into another loan. So here's the difference, guys. A student loan doesn't, it doesn't profit you. But if you were to get a home loan and you would pay a certain percent of that loan, you would have equity in your home and that's an asset. So there's a difference. So one loan is just draining you. That's a debt. But yes. a I mean, home loan is a debt, yes, but yet it is an asset. It is something that you can write off on your taxes. It is something that you can take and borrow from. You could take from the equity in your home and it is going to be profitable. The The longer you have your home and the more you improve your home, the area, when the area. Uh, the market rate. 
yes, the market rate, all that good stuff. That that is your key to wealth. That's why I said that this might be the key to black people and brown people finally getting at least a little bit close in the race. So I had did a live the other day and I made this analogy. So I've seen this video online where there were Caucasian kids and black kids, right? So the instructor told the white kids, okay, when I say go, you can go immediately. And then he told the, the black kids, when I say go to them, you don't go. You gonna wait until I tell you to go. So the white children, when they heard the word go, they took and they ran off and they just racing, they gone. And at least five minutes, the the the, the black kids in the line, like when I'm gonna go. And then the instructor says, now is your turn to go. Now the white kids are already at the finish line while the black kids are still trying to catch up. And at the end of that, the um the instructor said, This is what it looks like for black people trying to catch up with. Uh, Caucasian people because they had a head start in life and we're trying to play catch up right now. And that's just not just black people, that's brown people too, because not a lot of Latins, uh, Latinos, or even Mexicans own a lot of property. So it's a lot of minorities. It depends on how they grew up to or the area, you know, so. Yeah, well, it's still, it's still, it's, it's not still small though, yeah. Yes, it's still, it's still small, you know. <laughs> And so what I was saying was this is going to give us that boost to kind of give us a leg up. No, it's not going to get us all the way up, like stand on my shoulder. We there. No, but it's going to give you almost we're almost there. So go ahead. B. Consequences. Anybody thinking about those? I wasn't until you started saying. That. All right. Consequences. <laughs> so how much is school now per year average? Do you know? Too damn much. No, just number real number. You know, I think it was like about ninety thousand. No, no, that's that's not per year. No, it's about um, twenty twenty five. Maybe like twenty. It's about thirty. Oh no, you said per year. No, it's like ninety thousand for. It's like it's like thirty nationwide is about thirty to forty thousand a year. Now cancel that debt twenty thousand and put it on top of that. That's exactly what's going to happen. See, this is the consequence of doing something that people think is going to benefit them. Do you know how your grandchildren are going to suffer now? Because what we need to do is hold those responsible for why this is a problem. That's the government. Not just the, no, no, not the government. Oh, it's the universities shit. that are charging these people and over loaning them, meaning giving them double what they need to live off of because i don't know if you saw but when i was looking through my financial stuff and i they want me to take the loan subsidized one and two i looked at those numbers they were willing to give me thirty thousand for a year give it to me they give that to you in a chunk that means people are living like they are rock stars and they're gonna have to pay those loans back later and that's a big problem instead of investing that loan into itself for the school paying for itself so the school you only have to take a very small part of that loan they're taking a hundred thousand dollar plus loans out and then they're living like they're, they're kings but not taking in mind that this is a temporary uh income that you're gonna have to pay back see this not, is the problems and the universities keep inflating that cost it's there a are problem. a lot of there are a lot of children young and this is this has been talked about this is the issue you get these kids who look like me Look like you be. They get these these uh, college schools to come after them. Oh, you can come here. 
Oh, you need to live on the dorms. They don't tell these kids you don't actually need to live on the dorms. When you live on the dorms, you're going to have to take out more money. So the colleges should be responsible for educating these kids. Hey, if you can get an apartment off campus, that's probably your best bet. They don't tell them that. So these kids like, okay, I have a chance to go to school, have a place to live, and I can get some meals too. Okay, sign me up. They don't tell them the fine print. That's why a lot of these schools are getting um, in trouble because they also they'll tell you one price. And then the whole time you're going to school, a lot of people aren't thinking, let me keep checking the price yearly. Let me keep checking the price yearly. And they don't do that. And that's how they get caught behind. So we're not going to blame it all on in response, I mean, in responsibility. Some of it is that these schools are scam artists. A yes, lot of they, them are. they told me my freshman year, I couldn't freshmen couldn't stay off campus. The, which I'm pretty sure was not true. The inflated cost is 99% of the problem. Let me tell you, like these these presidents, these that, deans, these I'll executives that. that run it, it's it's ran like a business. And let me tell you, these dudes are taking in million dollar checks. And why don't these they guys are. take one dollar checks for a year so mm -hmm. everybody else can benefit? Let uh, the first two yep, years mm -hmm. be free. Like I think it is uh college in um whew, I want to say New England, I don't know, somewhere they don't have to pay for college. New, I think it's Newark. Uh, they don't have to pay for college at all. College education is free. And their people over there are living well, you know? They don't have no gun violence because they're not going to be allowed to just have guns. You can't go into a store and buy a gun. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, the U.S., and it's the government's part, too, because they're not really, like you said, these big private schools, they're not finding them. They should be fine. This, this, this is crazy like the state of america we should be producing more computer engineers cybersecurity mm -hmm. engineers we've been under attack cybersecurity they didn't shut down our damn gas pumps we should be making it so that education isn't oh should i go to college or should i just go ahead and work at mcdonald's because if i go to college i'm gonna have all this debt you yep. know what i'm saying that shouldn't be the issue let's give a fair price for these colleges right for them to get to these students so these kids can get a real education land a job and these these corporations if they would stop saying oh you need experience you need experience you need experience and make it mandatory that certain companies that work or if you're in a college district and it's a big corporation there a, a big engineering corporation make it so that they do a partnership where these students are can go over there and do labs like what you're doing your your externship that should be a given that should be a must the whole time that you're in your second year or your third year in school if you're going for a four year you should be doing an externship to get hands-on experience. That should be on the colleges so that we have more people who actually have uh, education and a piece of paper that they can use and not just wiping their ass with it later and then talk about, I need to file for bankruptcy because you can't discharge your student loans into bankruptcy. You have to literally go to a circuit court and ask a federal judge to discharge your bankruptcy and then the local government can still fight them on it. Yep. That is true. For the people who are saying people do not need student loan forgiveness, yes, they do. I didn't yes, say not need it. What I said is how they go about it is all messed up. Meaning, I think I think giving twenty thousand or ten thousand oh, is not bad. Oh, Especially no, if you have hundred thousand dollars in loans. It's one one what he's doing is illegal. It needs to be done by Congress. But but the first thing they need to really look at is 
why is it so much to go to school? Why? What is the problem? And the problem is what they're charging the students. And that happens at the university level. That is them. It is them that sets the price. But the government you know? and the local states can put in sanctions that they cannot do that. They allow they it. Yes, they yes, can't. they can. It, they can't when do you, it. When the school, listen, they they can. It, it can be done. It can be done. When you go to school, school has to go through all these hoops to get certified, right? You have your was it national certification? ACE. Yes, they have to jump through all those hoops. So if they have to jump through hoops to get those certifications to be able to say, hey, I'm I'm equipped to teach you about chemistry or engineering or anything, then they should have some type of sanctions. There should be something that says in there that this school per year, because every school has a cap where they can charge per year. They can raise it up after a while after it's been reviewed. But we can go in and do that. This is something that's been talked about in Charlotte for the longest for UNC because UNC is so expensive to go to. And it's like, you got a lot of people here that it's like, we're local. Why the hell are we paying out of state prices? But you um, know, this, this is so debatable. Like, I just wanted to interject on that really quick. Um, I think too, why the cost of uh, schooling is so high. Cause I mean, just like everything else, like if the price goes up on their end, they have to raise the prices too, to be able to, you know what I'm saying? So, because I mean, like, I remember when I first started at YSU in 2007, I think for the year it was maybe 10,000. Like, you look at that now and it's like way past that, you know, mm-hmm. for a little rinky dink ass school. Mind you, I stayed at home, but it was like I was still them out of state prices, even though I was literally right around the corner from them. So, mm-hmm. wow. You think them professors are making the big bucks or you think it's the it's the others that are making it? Oh, it's not the professors. Yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's like the, the like again, the we have a huge problem here. It needs to be looked at. Yo, listen, my professor crashed her car. I mean, it was weird because she kind of asked us for a ride to school. She's like, anybody can give me a ride. I was like, you going to give me an A? No poop. <laughs> anyone can freaking give you a ride. The white around right. your lips. <laughs> Ooh, I liked her because her name was Neil. And I'm like, I don't know. I might give you a ride. You know what I'm saying? But no, though, I had a teacher that asked for a bottle of liquor to give me an A, and I'm like, let me go ahead and go to the liquor store real quick for you. So she was definitely a drunk. We we knew she was a drunk. Like it Frank would be like Gallagher. seven eight o'clock in the morning, and she would have a coffee mug, and you could smell the fucking vodka coming out of it. Oh Damn, but she, like my teacher, um, his name was Mr. Rick, um, and he was he was dope. He's from PA. He was so dope and dude, super smart, and he worked over here. Um, I want to schools up here because I don't want to get too much information. And they was like, they wasn't paying that man what he should be paid. Like that man was a genius. He taught, he helped me get my GED. He got me through that. It's like you taught me, you taught my dumb ass. What? Teachers get paid the least. Like I sit on my ass at home and I get paid more yearly than what a teacher does. And that yeah, that's the thing. Insane. And educators back in the day, I say in the 1700s, 1800s early 1900s, they were getting paid as much as lawyers, doctors and all that, because they were the ones who set their set them up to get that. You know, the the highest paid back then was a lawyer. The second highest paid was a teacher. So I don't know what changed, but I think it was when the school district started coming in, when they created the school districts and and or the Department of Education, when they did that, they kind of like dropped something. They dropped the quality of the education and they dropped the quality of the pay. 
So, you know, they dropped you know, this because you know why? Because they started giving inflated and everything. It was just mm -hmm. it was a mess. They they started over overcrowding the classrooms and they started giving the care too much with parents said who weren't parents, parents who would come to school and complain. Like I'm telling you, I seen it when I was a kid. They would come to school and complain about how their teacher disciplined the child, but your child was in the bathroom smoking crack. I'm exaggerating though. I mean, yeah. you know, like you know the kids we went to school with. They was crazy. I was crazy. I was one of those kids. But the parents came mm -hmm. up, my aunt did not defend me. She came up there with a belt ready. But these like parents so. started coming up to school fighting teachers and doing all that stuff. And teachers were no longer valued because these parents who were privileged mm -hmm. and their opinions mattered more than the actual educator because they like people don't understand. You feel like you know more than teachers. Like, oh, this and this and that. Like, yeah, you might be smart, but do you know how to teach? Because there's a difference between knowing something and relaying that information to someone. Not everyone yeah. is capable of doing that. And for the people who are, for the teachers who are in the school doing this and doing this daily, and they got to deal with your little smart mouth kid, they should be making good pay. Like, they shouldn't, first of all, they got to buy their own supplies. Yep. Have books. It's 2022. My kids still get used books. Yep. And mind I, you, I live, buy used books. In a great school district. Okay. Good school. And they still got to get because the school's overpopulated. They're talking yep. about, okay, we need to send, we need to send these kids to this school. And um, I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna see how Brandon feel about this. The US <laughs> need to get like China and start teaching our kids like they do over there in China. And I ain't playing. What you feel about oh that? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's not about feeling, but I do think education should be a main focus. But how to educate should be another one that they do um, because they have to take into account, like you said, being able to convey um, an instruction period of instruction to somebody and then retaining it. That's mm -hmm. the most difficult part of teaching, because when I was going through it as a, my IT trainer, I tried to do uh, practical application actually demonstrating the, the the technology plus the the theory i try to like make sure i was able to convey it in a word so because a lot of people like to hear instead of seeing things and then having something there so they could read it on a screen doing all three helps out the user and also having someone actually demonstrating themselves like to applying those mechanics that they learned mm -hmm using like a program a web app it's called test out lab sim mm -hmm. one of the best ones that i use that i have used made me an it pro lab sim test out has helps you get uh certified ready so you can go mm -hmm. and take a certification test as long as you go through the, all the steps in there and you complete it you can get certified in the field that you want uh it's it uh main focus but it's really good if you guys are interested uh lab sim um testout.com it's really good yeah that sounds like a plan so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up because we're an hour and three minutes over and b yo we need to do a day when we do two hours because me and you y'all i love b because that that's my boy b is so educated and b has a lot of opinions i got a lot of opinions and we go well together no i can't i, I can't lie i like a good debate like when it comes to like the political and like the yeah mm -hmm. country stuff i don't really try to it's something it. i gotta be passionate about for me to debate about it so oh well this, this black i'm passionate <laughs> well I, 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 do that, 
I see that part, but the whole government, I don't know. Yeah, no, well, I, I, the government's the reason why a lot of stuff's not working right. So I mean, is, this is, I don't get him started. Right. It's right. it's a big problem, and it's only going to get worse, guys. I mean, you guys are going to see it next two years. It's going to be weird because it's going to be all Republicans. I'm talking about so weird. The U.S. The U.S. is going to have to figure out a way to pay all this goddamn money to people that we owe. We're going to have to. You know out. that right now we're pushing over thirty-one trillion dollars in debt, I, I and what it. happens if it. we reach the threshold where we can't pay our bills? We all we have. We're a, hitting that. We're hitting we all that. have a maid from China tag on our ass. You know, we're hitting that number where money just doesn't matter anymore. We are literally going there. $31 trillion. There's like an impossible. It's impossible to, to try and pay off that thing. If they try to just write it off and say it doesn't, doesn't exist anymore, money just goes away. It's like we might as well just go back to the barter system. Like I'm gonna keep, no, sir. I'm no, gonna sir. learn as much as I can. I mean, because, it depends on what we bartering. I mean, well, you got a lot of people bartering ass I'm, right now, so no, you know, no. I'm, I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep this, and and I'm gonna keep a really deep knowledge in IT because I can guarantee you, as long as y'all feed me, you'll get you'll get free IT care because. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be how I'm doing business. I'm the worst businessman. Well, you know, we might be back in the Stone Ages real soon. So. And that's why I bartered. Services are work. only good for food. So yeah, how do you think I'm gonna live? I'm gonna be really healthy. Like other people are gonna starve. I got all this in-depth knowledge of IT. Facts. Facts. You buy food with your money, don't you, Jazz? So uh, I buy weed. If I can buy my food, guys, guys, we we didn't hail Lady Nay for over oh, an yeah, hour. Sorry, sorry. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's let her. Uh, well, actually, Lady Nay, promote where yourself. Can, <laughs> where can we find your products? Uh, please shout out your website, your IG page, your Twitter page. If you have it, uh, uh, what is that one place called? MySpace, whatever. <laughs> MySpace. Um, okay, so. Um, I'm on all social media platforms. Um, my Facebook is Lady with Two Ys, Nays, N A Y S Place. Um, and that's also my website. So if you type in Lady with Two Ys, Nays Place dot com, I come up. That's me. So um, you can go on there, check out my website. You can just browse. You can shop. And like I said, I do do samples. So if you want to just test her out. And I ship all over. Like I said, I've been to the Virgin, shipped to the Virgin Islands, and I'm in 25 states as of right now in the U.S. So if you're somewhere where I haven't been. That's just a check off my list. You've been to the islands, baby. Yes, yes. They didn't order from the islands, honey. Yeah, they ordered some hair oil. I remember that order because it was just like, what? It's going where? <laughs> so, yeah, the lady ordered some passion fruit scented hair oil. Ooh, that sounds exotic. Girl, and that's why I said when I got you can get massages with that. fruit smells oh, good too. Yeah. Hubby wanted me to mention that, but I didn't know if that was appropriate. My body oil and my body butter, you can you can massage places oh, with those, oh, and it's a great lubricant if people need that extra boost. Girl, we don't be needing no lube over here, but if I you mean, need that extra, we don't need Not alone. Not a little enough. quickie or something. You need to. You know, you know. <laughs> her dude's probably looking at her like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and it's the healthy option. It's not that 
oh jelly whatever's in that that's that KY that stuff yeah, yeah girl that ain't so, me uh uh-uh, you see admin like- said pineapples cut the shit <laughs> and actually you can get the pineapple scented if you wanna if you wanna smell if you want him to smell you and smell it's, girl. it's I'm just telling you the the, the order the order it's it's a specific order if you wanna get everything together it's the body scrub followed by the body butter if if you do those two it's just like you're a new you're a new person so what she is saying y'all get that body oil and that body scrub so your man or your lady can go ahead and take y'all to ask the speed okay okay i even got hair oil i got that's why i'm just trying to make it to the point where i can provide everything because I love that. I love that because you're thinking of the needs of your customers. And guys, ladies, Lady Nay's place, she does samples. So if you guys are my language, guys, and you know, I'll get to that point. I can't talk. So if you guys are not sure that you guys want to go in this direction, reach out to her because she says she sends out samples. How many companies do you know send out samples? That means that she is confident in her business and in her product, that she's willing to send you out samples so that you guys can test on your skin. And I guarantee you guys are going to definitely return because guess what? She is her brand ambassador and look at her skin. It is glowing. Look at them. Look. I'm sorry. How can I obtain these samples? Um, you can just message me. Um, like I said on Facebook, it's Lady Nay's Place, L A. You looked it up, girl. I'm already. <laughs> already yes, yes. So you can message me on there, or I can have live chats on my website. So if you're actively oh. on my website and you can chat me, and we can talk right there. If you want to know what's in the product, if you don't mm-hmm. see what you're looking for, we can communicate. As long as you subscribe to my website. I'm going to just send you my name and my address and stuff so you can send a sample. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. nice. You got a nice little setup there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Lady Nay, let me um, let me ask you one more thing. Are you on TikTok? I am. Um, it's not what going how I want it to go. Um, what is my TikTok? Listen, um, listen. Don't yeah, give I think, up. I think, it's, I think it's Lady Nay's place. I try to keep it all the same so I don't get me. Branding. <laughs> Branding 101 people. Like, right. like that. I love it because oh, oh, me, you know what? Yeah, I'm oh, branding. Yes. Like, it, it, I'm literally branding. Like right, because your name is spelled like branding, huh? No, no, no. I'm literally, my BVAS 711, that's my brand. Let that me follow literally you. Is um, me. You can Lady literally Nay, Google you search me. on TikTok? I and don't. You, I don't think so. You so put yeah, a Google you, search and you find me. You'll, so you'll, I'm on TikTok. I'm doing a search now to see. Laura's, like my Facebook name. That's how I'm on TikTok. Right. Follow me on TikTok because I want to talk oh, to you and box you. Uh, because listen, this social media thing, girlfriend. Listen, let me tell you, my TikTok had been at 50 followers for the longest, and the more I started to post. And I started to just be me and stop trying to get with the trends of everybody else and what they were posting. And I was just started giving TikTok me. I grew a following of, I think I had like 1360 followers, which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. But for me, it grew like that in less than a month. You okay. know, so it's like I just didn't give up. You have to sit down, go back to the drawing board and figure out, huh, I don't need to really create any other content because I am the content. Mm-hmm. Your product is literally the content. 
um, once you reach a certain number, I think over a thousand, you can go ahead and start doing TikTok lives. Um, and you guys, you and Tor have the personality definitely for TikTok lives. Uh, do the short videos on Facebook, on Instagram. And let me tell you, because I'm still, I'm not going to act like I got it together because I don't. What I know is I have faith in me and I have faith in who I am. So I'm going to keep on posting. If you don't like me, you think I'm corny, I'm not for you. Right. I am definitely for the next person because we have to remember we are not for everyone. Everyone is not going to like what we're doing. They're not going to like our product. But for every three people who don't like it, there's six more who will. Right. That's how you got to yep. view it. So you keep on, keep on pushing. Don't stop trying. The social media is definitely the era of branding and branding. <laughs> and you keep pushing at that. And I also wanted to mention your other company that you have with your uh, fiance tour. Um, Cause this is your spotlight, but do you guys want to, you, you guys want to mention your other company and promote that too? The, the art daddy. Yes. Um, well that's, that's baby thing. I think if you want to, you want to come on camera for a second. Wait, 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 Yes. Yes. Something about okay. Okay, it's all clicking now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's clicking. The vibe. You see the vibe. The vibe. I know I smoke a lot of weed. I don't remember shit. But no. That was the episode we talked about. Was Mary Jane? Yeah, it was. So go ahead, name. I'm sorry. Um, he's also on the website. Um, everything has not been posted for Art Daddy yet on there, but his date kits, like how he do, um, where you can have a night in romantic or have a picnic whatever you want to do it's your own little personal sip and paint or puff and paint whatever you prefer and it's very affordable because that's what we do we try to make it for people to be able to afford but at the same time time. guys remember this face and remember this name because she will be the next tab brown believe that oh i'm down okay Right. Well, guys, this has been the Lord Hour podcast, and I'm not going to hold you up late, Um, Nace, for too much longer. I'm sorry. Um, Thank you for being here. Uh, Let me tell you, you're such a breath of fresh air, and I really am appreciative of you. And I'm so excited on seeing what you and Tor are going to do in the future. Uh, I think that you're a beautiful soul spirit. You said you're 26, but you have that old soul, that old girl. That wisdom sitting upon that crown. And let me tell you, can't nobody knock that down or remove that. You keep that with you. You keep on pushing in your business, sweetheart. Uh, like I said, you caught my eye because I, I seen you from tour space. But every time I see your product, I say, you know what? This young lady is on to something. <laughs> you keep on getting in that lab like the mad scientist you are, baby. Thank you. And you keep on creating. And we are going to end the show on a good note. And guys, listen. Don't forget to follow Lady Nay and also Art Daddy. All right, Daddy, go ahead and do it, Brandy. Brandy, why well, can't get my name right? He's like, oh, oh. how you do it? Oh yeah. All right, Daddy. I love the way B does that. But uh, guys, do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube at the Lauren Hour Podcast with Laura Dannon. Uh, follow us on IG at the Lauren Hour. Uh, TikTok, Alora Soccer Dannon. Follow my home girl, Jazz Jazz. Shout out your TikTok, please.
TikTok is Sophista Ratchet Jazz. Oh, All right. That. Ratchet underscore Jazz. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all follow my girl Jazz and my homeboy B Bass. I'm real funny. You can I'm find me funny. on Google search. Just type in that. And we you'll see, find I see there. my ugly pictures and everything. And my LinkedIn. Hey, guys, have you searched my name up on YouTube yet? I'm not YouTube, but Google. Y'all, no, well, we can. hang on. Google, Google my phone <laughs> shot. Google my phone shot, y'all. Listen, listen. Google me, boo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh, Google me. One of my mug shots might come up. Oh, look who's popping up. Number one. <laughs> look at all these podcasts. Ew, ew, ew. Mm. Listen, guys. That looks like that looks like mine. Like how I how I come up when you search me on Google. Like I, I, I look like myself. I tell people, no, I'm not a millionaire yet. And if I don't become a millionaire, I'm cool with at least having a hundred to four hundred thousand dollars in the bank to sit on, you know, nest and a. I don't care. Wherever God takes me, I'm appreciative of it. And I know he's gonna take me far because like I always tell my husband, God did not place me on this earth to live an average life. Okay. 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 That's <laughs> what I say. Like, mm -mm. uh uh, baby. Uh uh, no, sir. He placed me on this earth to do great things and inspire people and send out love. But anyways, let's wrap this up, y'all. We're going to do a two-hour show one day. As soon as I'm done with all these five classes. <laughs> but right. guys, <laughs> stay tuned. We will be coming back Thursday. And Thursday is going to be a great podcast also, just like it was today. Um, so we will be interviewing um, Lord, my goodness. Pat Sims. I'm sorry. Pat Sims. He has a bike tour that he does through Milk Creek Park, well, bike rentals, so you can take tours through Milk Creek Park. So we will be having him on uh, this upcoming Thursday, and we also will be talking about um, something that was near and dear to Jazz Hart, the young the the young mother who mysteriously died. Uh, what was her name again? Um, Pamela Horsford. Yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. I'm, it's, I don't know why it feels like the heat on in my house, but I'm going to let you guys know. The lights. Ooh, oh, that's what it is. Dang. Pardon me. Ugh. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up for real this time. Peace out and may love be with all you guys. Lead with love. You're walking in Take great. Care. Remember that. Night. Bye, guys.